Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Your attention, please. The Disneyland Limited, now leaving for a Grand Circle Tour of the Magic Kingdom. Tonight, we're going to share a wonderful dream come true together. In 1955, an amazing man named Walt Disney dreamt of a magic kingdom. Happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Everybody, welcome to another episode of All Aboard the Disneyland Railroad. We are a Disneyland Resort-based podcast where we take you to, well, the railroad takes us to different parts of the Disneyland Resort and you guys as the listeners too. Um, I am Jungle Cruiser sitting next to my partner in crime, Hyperspace Mountaineer. What's going on? How's it going? <laughs> Every time I, I got this long-winded 20-second uh, 20, 20 little <laughs> spiel and you're like, how's it going? How's it going? <laughs> Uh, it's going good. Three weeks ago, we recorded our last episode. We're back on the mics. A uh, little background of what's going on. We didn't record last week. Uh, moving into a new house got a little hectic. Yes, JC and his wife bought a new house. So, uh, yeah, moving is no joke. It's, it's, I hate it, but uh, now that we've got our own house, we don't have to move for a while. Like 30 years, I think, we're locked in. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, yeah, so... Uh, that ends that for at least a while. We don't have to do it anymore. But until uh, I move, yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> we don't have to move, but you the studio is in uh, in the new house. We had a new studio, new setup. I think it's pretty sweet. You know, we're, we might be a little echoey. I don't know if you guys can hear it or if it's picking up or if I did my job well and edited correctly. Uh, but we got to get more soundproof. So the studio is a little bit new. It's just a a room in my house. It's awesome, but. Uh, yeah, uh, I was looking through all the forums, the Instagram, the Disneyland Inside Out, Facebook, and all that, and I don't see any general shout-outs. And if I missed something, I apologize. You know, shout me out. Say, hey, uh, I, I commented, you know, whatever you got to do, just be polite about it. But uh, I'm going to let the Hyperspace Mountaineer do his thing. As we do every week, if you haven't downloaded it, check out the Disneyland Inside Out app. Um, things that it does offer, discussion board section, comment on our episode, get a shout out on the show. Also, if you're going to the park anytime soon, check out that hours and schedule section. I actually went a couple weeks ago and uh, used the attendance estimates before I went. The uh, Planned out my trip a little bit based on um, the schedule um, of the shows, like the Main Street Electrical Parade, the fireworks show, um, things like that that we wanted to see while we were there. Um, so check out that section, very helpful. If you're going anytime soon, which I'm not, but uh, unfortunately, yes. okay, <laughs> <laughs> not not to rub it in. 
Um, also check out the Magical Partners Travel section. If you're going anytime soon, they're um, offering free quotes for anybody who's looking to book. Um, you can also check them out at MagicalPartnersTravel.com. Tell them all aboard sent you. Get that eye on the price. Guarantee. Guarantee. Uh, really quick on our website, allaboardpodcast.com, we do have merchandise for sale like we've talked about in the past. Shirts, mugs, uh, coasters. I want to make some more coasters. So put your orders in. You guys can email us at allaboard1955 at gmail.com and put your order in. Like I said, amazon.com. Click through that. We get a little click through. That doesn't make sense. Click on that. We get a little kickback. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I said that way wrong. Uh, and Patreon, you know, we're looking for our first patron, and then we will send you that Jungle Cruise map, with which our boy Ryan can attest for. They're pretty decent quality. You know, like I said, not as good as what they used to give out, but better than what they currently give out. Unless that changed recently. I don't it know. It, it didn't. Okay, because <laughs> it's just, oh, it's Disney. You, you got, uh, we love you. You guys can make better Jungle Cruise maps. And I know you used to, and I have a, an authentic one. But anyways, without further ado, we're going to get on the railroad, okay? We're actually going to go pick up our guest. His name is Michael the Mail Guy. He is a reoccurring slash part of the Mouthpire podcast. I don't know how we'll ask him, actually, when we, we start talking to him, what his actual... Uh, relationship with them is and, and, and go from that. I do listen to their podcast as well, so if you guys do want to listen to a great info podcast with, with uh, AP members, Mousepire. So you guys can go uh, download them on iTunes and all that. So uh, without further ado, actually we didn't, I didn't say what we were going to talk about. So with more further ado, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's the correct term, but uh, it sounded good. <laughs> we're going to talk about things at Disneyland that are out of your price range or just really expensive maybe you splurged one time because we did the episode with ryan freeland this one's going to be called expensive land uh just really expensive things at, at the park and we're going to talk about a few of those and we have some comments of uh, of things that people have purchased or or i don't know maybe want to purchase so uh now without further ado let's get on the railroad right now your attention please the Disneyland Limited, now leaving for a Grand Circle Tour of the Magic Kingdom. Well, well, well. Little Maui's having trouble with his lip. You little semi-demi minigod. Ouch, what a terrible performance. Get the hook. Get it. You don't swing it like you used to, man. Yet I have to give you credit for my start And your tattoos on the outside For just like you, I made myself a work of art I'll never hide, I can't, I'm too shiny Watch me dazzle like a diamond in the rough Strut my stuff, my stuff is so shiny Send your armies, but they'll never be enough My shelf's too tough, my way mad you can try, 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 but you can't expect a demigod to be the take apart. Pick it up. You will die, die, die. Now it's time for me to take apart your aching heart. Far from the ones who abandoned you, chasing the love of these humans who made you feel wanted. You tried to be tough. But your arms just not hard enough. Oh, yeah. Now it's time to kill. 
over here to uh, we're just going to stay on the railroad and uh, talk to expensive land right uh, we're sitting here with uh, Michael the mail guy from the mouse pyre podcast I know you're a reoccurring guest for sure um, have they have they made you just just a guest you know just a, a host I guess <laughs> well officially I was um, nominated to be an obligated emailer <laughs> which to help them in the email segment would be for me to come up with questions every week and just to get that going um, to the point where I've proven my weight I guess I got jumped in and now I'm part of the Miles Fire podcast <laughs> um, is that where you met those guys through email or did you guys you know them prior to that um, I have you know I have my own um, Facebook group as well as my unofficial events so we had met up somehow I was talking to Diggs because I needed buttons and he's the one uh, main one of Miles Fire and he makes my group buttons and because of that and he was honest and truthful and you know real businessman so you know i started talking to him getting to know them knowing that we wear the same hats and everything clicked from there nice nice and you said you had the, you have a couple of facebook well you have your facebook page but you have a few events that you host throughout the park like unofficial disney events uh, throughout the year right Yes, um, it is basically it's a uh, Disneyland. It's a big family entertainment. If you check out the entertainment, that is my Facebook group, uh, Disney Facebook group. It is a family friendly one. Um, but my unofficial events, yes, um, I do a variety. You know, I mean, back in the days, I used to do clubs, parties, events, uh, you know, all that stuff. So when I retired, I was missing something like that. And to know that I knew about unofficial events, I taught it myself, and I united a lot of people and have a lot of fun so I'm just going to keep doing it and having fun <laughs> and what are what are some of the events that you do I mean I know what they are but for other people that want to check it out and like we, we live in Arizona so it's hard I, I can't get to those events like I want to or um, I wish I could but uh, just I know one is light versus dark and there's a few a few others I know of yeah so so you know doing my homework before I get into anything um, I noticed that you know a lot of people do events once a year and a lot of times people can't make it that event or they're blocked out for some reason. So I like to do multiple events to give everybody an opportunity. Um, besides Light versus Dark, uh, which is all Star Wars theme, I do Glow Disneyland, which is all about glowing. Um, I do have a next one, a major one, which is one of my biggest ones and coming uh, next month in April, actually the same day as Dapper Day, um, is Awareness for Autism, which is one of my causes that I host. Uh, last year, 700 large plus. Um, showed up and that's one of my big ones I do one for Haunted Mansion called Haunted Mansion Passion which you just meet up show up and uh, dedicate your love to the Haunted Mansion of course a little bit of Nightmare and I have a little bit more on the side but you know those are progressing but those are basically my main ones that I host right now I bet you Shadow goes to that one every time like without fail Shadow he probably goes to that one every time the Haunted Mansion one yeah (laughs) (laughs) He, he's my, he, you know what, Shadow my main man for my events because sometimes when I have parade, parades or the parades that I do with my events, 
he's my lead. Sometimes he'll get me lost, and sometimes he'll get me to the point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, I just wanted everyone to know like what what you uh, what you're all about at Disneyland because uh, Hyperspace Mountaineer over here he has a, a, an annual pass, but I don't. I go probably once a year now, and I know you guys go. I would say what once a week you guys go, or is it more often than that? Um, you know, to be honest, um, when I came back as an annual pass holder, I would say three years ago. Um, I started from that point on going as frequent as possible once I met the Mouth Pirate and a bunch of different Diddy groups, uh, the unofficial events, just a, a lot of people in the park. So I started to go continuously and I try to keep up with them as much as possible, but I ain't got that much free time back then. <laughs> yeah. No one does. I mean, we... especially now that I got a baby, you know what I mean? So I'm limited right now on my events and going to the park. <laughs> Yeah, same thing. We uh, we were trying to you and I tried to meet up in October, but I, w- I was taking my daughter for the fir- her first time on her second birthday, and I just could not break away. And it was like I'm not I, I it didn't work out. Is what I'm trying to say to go just do a meet up and say hi or whatever. Um, but I know the more often you do go, the the more people you can meet and break away. And it's not as you know we're trying to get the most out of our trip, but I was trying to break away. I just couldn't. So. Ah, uh, you know what? No worries. Uh, one thing I always preach when it comes to my group's events or anything in general when it comes to Disney, life first. Yeah. No matter what. Do you, do your family, do your wife, or whatever it is that is necessary first before you can take care of the business. And I preach that 100% fully. Yeah. So maybe next time, uh, just even if it's with the whole family, just to come say hi, because <clears throat> like I said, oh, I know you guys are always there, so... Oh, we'll set something up definitely, and of course we'll probably go eat something, maybe a corn dog. We'll figure that out. <laughs> Do you give me three dollars towards a corn dog or what? <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'll step up my game just for you guys because it don't come that much. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, I listen to I listen to the podcast. Um, I'm, I'm a couple episodes behind because I've been, like you said, doing life and moving into a new house, and just like I downloaded some today and I got them on my on my iPod now. So uh, over the next few days, I'll be catching up on the Mousepire podcast. So. Um, I haven't listened to any podcast or really anything, any music. Just, just been doing doing the moving thing, working, and you know, obviously we took we took last week off, so you know things are piling up. But we're back, and that's what it's all about. Because remember, if you don't handle that, you're not going to be able to handle yourself to go to the parks more often. Yeah, that's so, true. And congratulations for you know moving that step to getting a house and all that, because a lot of people don't achieve that. So for you. That's more of a plus. That's a great thing for you to take care of your family. Yeah, thank you, sir. Yeah, then you got it. Got it. Got a whole podcast room out of it. You know, <laughs> she's like, you can have this room as <laughs> there your you man go. Cave. You know what I mean? More space and whatever makes you guys feel great. You know what I mean? Like I said, we you know we go back from my house to, to Anthony's house, and you know it, even though they prefer to come to my house for the podcast, you know not everybody's that lucky. <laughs> <laughs> what, the, what, do, what do they call it? They have, they have a certain name they have for your house. It's like the. Oh, the Rebel Base. Yeah, the Rebel Base. Yeah, it was it was a while ago a show where um for, oh because like I said I've been um off and on in and out of the hospital with my wife and just a lot of complications you know what I mean but there was a point where I made my own little segment I recorded it and put it together and you know put it out I think it's for New Year's or something like that. And ever since then, you know, I'm like, because Anthony's all about Star Wars and wants to know the inside information. So when they're talking about having Star Wars somewhere in California, I'm like, well, guess what? I'm here at the Rebel Base with them. Not You're not here. So <laughs> ever since then, now I'm the Rebel Base or the hidden Rebel Base. <laughs> nice. That's nice. funny. 
All right, then. All right, I guess we can get into some of the the things. you have anything on the top of your head that is, <clears throat> sorry, really expensive or just, you know, you break in the bank? I know you sent me a few pictures, um, but I guess... Oh, I gave you a teaser because you, when, you, when you posted that picture, and it's funny because when I went to do my homework, that was one of the first things I took a picture of and I seen how much that was. I was like, wow, I'm broke. <laughs> just looking at it, you said? <laughs> Hey, and that's when it, <laughs> when I go to Disneyland for my for my Disney group, and I take a lot of pictures, especially like Disneyana and, and off the wall in DCA. Um, when you post those pictures, I say, hey, you know what? This is something to make you feel broke before you step in the park. <laughs> yeah, we went to Disney. Because some of those things are really expensive. I mean, wow! I, I really didn't know until because of this show. I like I said, I went there and do my homework. Got in trouble a little bit, but in the end. There's some high prices out there that people may not may not know. Yeah, yeah. We went there for the, what, uh, part of the 60th. We were there uh, a couple of years ago, or 2015, was it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that that castle that we talked about in Disneyana. Yes, I was there visiting that castle. I even asked <laughs> that question. Is, is that still on display, or did they take that down since the Diamond Celebration's over? That is actually still on display, and as of right now, that is... I think that is one of the highest items in Disneyland right now. Yeah. At what, $37,000 that thing costs? That is correct. And I think that's the only one they have? Or do they have that just a display model for, you know, the casual shopper? (laughs) (laughs) They got one in a box in the bag. It's like two. Our inventory is two. I don't know why we're not selling these things. You know. We only got two left. What did you start with? Two? Two. Yeah, exactly. Um, They'll probably just have Mater come out and just take it out of the park, you know, just to be on the safe side. <laughs> oh, man. So and, that... and they do have this display, the smaller one, which is right behind that in the a, in a, in a case with the rest of the good uh, art. And um, that one is actually 10000 for the smaller version. Man. I know they had the, was it the Cinderella Slipper in Diamonds, too? That one's still up there? Um... Is that the crystal slipper or the other one? I don't know. I thought it was like the diamond one, but maybe actually maybe it's the crystal one. I don't know. I, I don't even know how much that one was. I just was told to check that castle out, and we did, and it was too much for my blood. You know what? I'm going to have to review my pictures and maybe share it on Instagram and tag you guys so that the people can check it out. Um, I did take a picture of the display with the small one. I might have remember it, but I'm not. I'm not I'm pretty sure the 60th one is not there no more, though. Hmm. All right. That uh, that picture I posted on Instagram that I got from you. You said that was it's a teaser. How much was that picture? <laughs> that one is actually. You know what? That's that's one thing that shocked me was you know because when I was looking at some of the prices in certain areas that I've noticed, you know, they're under two thousand. But. When you, I seen your picture, I had to find it for some reason. And when I came across that price, I had a friend with me. I said, hey, look at how much this thing costs. And he was like, man, how many passes can I get with that? <laughs> so we're looking at $9,850 for that painting. Wow, Dang. that's insane. And we, that is oil on canvas. Yeah. Original. It, it looks pretty sweet, but I don't, I mean, I guess it's what, it's the, what's the kid's name? John? Which, which kid is that? I don't know the kids' uh, names. John and yeah, I'm not really sure, know. but probably yeah. from from what I was told is that that got, the artist is like very well known, 
and he had he's been having those displays and actually people have purchased some of those of from one of the cast members I was talking to inside there. Um, they are popular, uh, but you know that you're looking at over two thousand five hundred to almost ten thousand for any of those paintings. Wow, man! Yeah, we walked around Disney and there's some things in there that, like, I don't know if I saw this one in particular, but those oil paintings, those are some of them are you can get real small versions of them for like a hundred, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, but this one looks pretty, yeah. pretty big and. Gotta have a big wall for this. Maybe I'll get it from my wall. This podcast room. <laughs> <laughs> if you really look at the details on, depend on the price, you can see more details or more color paint on the cat or the oil on the canvas compared to some of those old ones. Mm-hmm. I do believe that some of them I see for say like four thousand seven hundred to. Maybe two thousand, almost three thousand, and they look just as great as some of the eight to seven thousand dollar prices. And it's all your taste, to be honest. It's it's not the price; it's what your taste and what 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 attracts you to that canvas. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, this one is like a mixture of like the the Disney characters or the Disney, you know, the original Disney characters, and then this kid from Peter Pan, which is he's looking into a mirror and he sees the pirates and stuff. So it's. It's almost like a it's it's just like a, a, a collision of two worlds, I guess. I don't know. <clears throat> and you know me, I like I like when rides collide. I like when th- things collide. Um, but oh yeah, the mix-ups and all that. Yeah, you know what? They do a great job. Um, every so often, you know, an artist that really captures my eye. You know, I, I would spend time there looking at the art um, when I'm sold on the parks. But them prices, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. we doing the lotto. Yeah, I mean, I think the most expensive thing, I guess we'll get right into it, uh, that I purchased to take home, I guess, we'll get, well, that that will be my first item, was a watch. I bought it over at, yeah. uh, I forget the name of the place, it's not Main Street, it's like Watches and something, I can't think of the name of it, but it was, I saw this, this watch on display, and I asked the lady how much it was, and she said it was 250 and I'm like... All right, I don't got that right now. And then she goes, "Wait a minute, this one actually is one twenty-five. This other one that looked identical was two fifty. And I'm like, one twenty-five? That's half the price." <laughs> okay, and I did it. You know, I like splurged for it. It was like a, a smoke color watch, and it had Mickey Mouse in the background, but it wasn't like him in color. It was like a little icon of Mickey Mouse, so it looked like a an adult watch, I guess. But you know, with Mickey Mouse inside of it. Um, but that's yeah, that's cool. the most thing. I think that's the most I ever spent on something that I got to take home, you know. So, what about you? And that's a good that's a good item too because you know, once you're in the park and spending all that, you know, when you see an item two hundred something, still, still bites. But um, you know, <laughs> at least you get to take to it honest, home. And some of those items are worth it, especially your first purchase like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I guess there's other items that I spent more than that on. <laughs> Which were dinners? <laughs> like, have you eaten at the Steakhouse Fifty Five? You know what? I'm I'm actually waiting for a special time to go eat there, especially for my wife. Yeah, anniversary. Yeah, you don't ever want to just. I mean, it's not a place unless you have a lot of money that you just go to. Hey, I'm just gonna go down the street. You know, whatever. Uh, we went on our anniversary, and everything that we we purchased, it was it was a lot of money. It was like one sixty. Which is was more than that watch, and <laughs> all, I got, all I got to take home was a full belly, you know. 
and that receipt and the receipt to get to get free parking for downtown Disney. Right. So I guess that, well, technically, if you would have paid maybe say like another forty or so, maybe another fifty, you could actually dine for two at the minimum. Play at Club Thirty Three and get a better experience. <laughs> yeah, I just got to get in there first. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, I see a lot. Trust me, I see a lot of pictures uh, of that place. Um, I'm part of a, of a Disney food group where they post. Uh, they eat a lot in the park, and there's a lot of people that eat there. And, and some of that food is just luxurious. Like even I look broke looking to eat that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the corn dog at three dollars sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> another place was the Carthay. Uh, they call the circle, the, the circle, the circle. Yeah, there's the lounge area where you know we spent twenty bucks on drinks and then the rest of it upstairs, which to me is very similar to Steakhouse Fifty Five. Um, yeah, one's in the park. You have to pay a ticket to get in, and the other one's not in the park. So, if you wanted to eat there and not necessarily buy a ticket, you could go to the Disneyland Hotel and eat at Steakhouse Fifty Five. But to me, they're both. Uh, around the same price, around the same experience, so, and they're both just phenomenal. Worth the money, you know. It's not like you're gonna want to do it every single time. Like you got to get a churro every time, or you got to get a corn dog or a hot dog, whatever it is that you want to get. But places like that, you know, special occasions or yeah, that's all. I, uh, yeah, or, or, or be I'm rich. doing my homework for that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, is you yeah, go in expecting, you know, everything a la carte. <laughs> you want to spend this, and you want to get a side that's an extra forty bucks or whatever. <laughs> Which is crazy. That's 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 why I listen to everybody's experience as much as possible. You know, I'm not saying I'm not going to try it because one thing I don't like is when people say, "Oh, I don't like this. We don't try it. It's not good." Yeah. Well, how do you know? Not everybody's taste buds are the same. I go, you might like some steak fifty five steak, you know what I mean? But then you might want to go and get a meatloaf at a Plaza Inn. Might taste great, but guess what? You're gonna willing to fork out that experience. Do so. Yep. <clears throat> so one thing I want to say, and I just found out this information uh, in a half an hour before we called. Um, I was so curious, you know, because New Orleans has a lot of stuff that you think is expensive, especially the crystal shop. But in the perfume shop, which, you know, we always see a lot of ladies inside there. And even I'm curious because I was like, is there some high expensive perfumes in there? And yes, there is. And bottles can reach from a hundred and something to as high as five thousand dollars. Wow! And it all depends, though, on the ounces and the size of what you get is the more higher expensive. <laughs> and that's like hit, hidden in, in between the little area um, by the door for for the Club Thirty Three. Yes, right in that little section. Um, I remembered uh, last week uh, somebody there know was shopping there and I was taking um, her husband outside and just keeping him, you know, chill because, you know, women in that perfume smell is just boring just standing around. So <laughs> I was curious, you know, asking the, the lady, I was like, hey, you know, how much does it cost? I, I'm pretty sure that perfume looks expensive every time I walk by and smell it. But yeah, it's by the ounce and they've seen the one, this one lady said one of the expensive bottles that she's seen on the screen was like by almost $5,000. No, nah, it's too much. Wow, <laughs> that's exactly how many passes you could buy, how many steakhouse fifty five meals you could buy. You know, 
Man, you know how many kudos I can get and hand out to everybody oh, in the park? And, <laughs> and just for that day, they're like, hey, you know this guy sharing kudos? He spent like 3000 on <laughs> Instead of perfume, just rub a little cinnamon on your neck. You smell like cinnamon now. You smell good. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that because you're going to attract some Disney fan, right? Yep. <laughs> or some bees. You know, whatever. It's They like Disney, right? <laughs> or the ducks. Um, yeah, one thing I did try to find out, which I knew it was pretty expensive, and I'm going to say it's in the five to the 10,000 range, maybe even more, is the full Darth Vader outfit for sale in the Launch Bay store, which I'm pretty sure you guys have seen. I've seen it, yes. I have not. <clears throat> yeah, there's a full-size Darth Vader outfit that you can purchase. Um, the you know as you see on the display the, the the top part comes off the helmet part comes off and the full mask and everything you do have a stormtrooper full outfit for the new movie um, I know that's for sale and there's something else but I know it's over two to five thousand I know guaranteed that um, I think the Darth Vader could be five thousand if not more and I'm still seeing if the mouse fire crew can get their lazy butts over there to get me a price but seems like in my messages they haven't walked that far <laughs> if anyone knows let us know we'll get you it we'll get you a yeah, shout out on the show I'm still waiting <laughs> um let me see I got some other stuff that I actually I was pretty shocked to find out um that they have a display right there of Walt, the original signed check by Walt Disney and it's running at eight thousand dollars right now inside Disney yeah. I know that doesn't sound very high. That's in the vault, right? That we said. Uh, that is as soon as you go and as soon as you go into Indiana, and then you go into the little first section where you the artist is on the right side. His little little window, mm-hmm. and you see one of the artist locations. Um, right there to the left is where the checks are, and there's another one, an original uh, original contract. Signed by Walt Disney. Now that one is up to, uh, fourteen thousand. That is more high price than the check. Yeah, because how much is that check for? The check is for eight thousand dollars. Yeah, it's an think... original signed check by Walt Disney. Yeah, I think I, I at one point it was in that vault. I know they changed it from what's that character? The wasn't the hat box ghost, right? It was the the other guy from Haunted Mansion? I can't even think of his name. The guy with the dog. Oh, he's right there. Yeah, it's right, right around that area. Yeah, it was. It, they they changed the display at one point, so it was that guy. And then the other time I saw it was that that check they had in the vault there, but they probably just moved things around all the time just to kind of change it up. That could be it. That could be it. Because I believe right now they have um, uh, one of the paintings I think from the electrical parade in there, if I'm mistaken. Right yeah, now. so it's like a, they bring back like old stuff or whatever. Like that check obviously is old. The parade is old, but now current. Uh, which I yeah. Went, which, hopefully, which, to be there. honest, I thought that could be more expensive. I really thought it'd be more higher, just the fact of the vault. But yeah, you know, I I don't know if it's based on Disney's price or the you know the auction price. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know how any of that stuff works. I would definitely think higher though, for sure. With something with his signature on it, does do they have any of his old like drawings for sale anywhere? Um, at that at that time, no. There's nothing you can find in there at this moment. Um, I would, to be honest, most of that would be 
And I'm pretty sure you've seen where they have auctions of Walt Disney stuff every so often. And there, I think there was a public one, I would say a couple months ago, maybe a month or two ago. And they had a lot of original uh, Walt Disney art that went up for the sale. You know, I bet you it was more than 8,000 too. <laughs> yeah. Mostly from from what I've seen, it's just, um, they still do still have some, um, you know, expensive uh, 60th anniversary um, you know, they still have, you know, which I, I would honestly pay this if I had that money extra, which is the uh, Walt Disney um, apartment with the light that glows and stays on. You have a button in the back. And that one is only, I believe, only $2,000, which is like a picture frame. Hmm. I don't know why when I thought when I when you said that just now, I don't know why I was thinking that you could buy a device. <laughs> And when you push the button, the light in the apartment goes on. Like how cool? How cool would that be, though? You know, you're like this. You have this, this device, kid. and you, you'd be it'd be expensive. You know, no kid's gonna be able to buy it. You just said, "Hey, look at this light," and you push it, and the light goes off and on. You're, just, I don't know. Be or even control it from your phone. Yeah, there you go. But you gotta you gotta purchase that app that costs like two thousand dollars just to be able to <laughs> just to be able to go and, and, and flicker that light every once in a while and show your friends. I don't know. I don't know where my head was. <laughs> But that, that <laughs> nah, yeah. that's a, hey, that, hey, there's nothing wrong with great ideas, and hopefully that you know if Disney anybody in Disney does this, and the podcast will get to a copyright that, that that information right here by right. the all aboard, just in case you know what I mean. Same thing, back. same thing with those windows with all the names on them. You just push a button, and the light comes on, and that window in that window comes up, and <laughs> they they would take all the money anyway, so. Yeah, mostly, like I said, every, everything in the park, and I'm going to tell you, don't go up to cast members asking what's the uh, top five expensive things in the park, because they will look at you like, what? And the first time I went to the Star Craters, I went to go ask that question. <laughs> and there was a cast member lead, uh, merchant lead, and the cast member. And she was like, um, you know, yeah, I was not going to hear the person nothing, but I would like to know if you can tell me the top five expensive items here. You know, I'm just curious. And she was, well, we can't display that uh, information to you. I'm like, so can you tell me individually, I'm guessing? Um, she goes, you can, but it has to be each product. And, you know, like if I go up and say, hey, how much is that? Okay, then I would have to like walk back in line or ask another person, what is that item? And so the lead right there was kind of like, you know, how may I help you? I go, yeah, I'm just doing, you know, like I'm doing a part of a part of a Disney podcast, and you know, people do all kinds of top tens. Well, guess what? I'm doing the top tens in all of the land, and trying to see for people that might want to buy expensive stuff. You know, I go, it's good for Disney to make money, right? You're making the Disney the company money. That's good on you guys. So she goes, well, sorry, sir, we can't disclose that. We don't have a list, and we can't provide that for you. I'm like, okay, well, bye, and I just left. <laughs> Which is, I mean, obviously we know that the lightsaber is, you know, 220, I believe. And I believe the BB-8 or the Bluetooth Com is maybe around two, $300 in Star Credit. I believe that's the most expensive thing. I could be wrong. But yeah, beware when you ask about expensive things in the park. <laughs> Only if I'm going to buy them. <laughs> Hey, I'm just glad that I think that security didn't call, you know, say, hey, well, you're asking a question. <laughs> I know at one point I had this idea if I ever, like, made it rich is to build a um, a small replica out of, like, 
crystal or something of the park. <laughs> like how much? Would, how much you think that would cost? Oh man! Uh, I mean, just like a one twenty-fifth of the size in my backyard or something, just of the, and then have it, you know, <clears throat> every so often have the construction going when it when it updates, like <laughs> like Star Wars Land, and gotta build that. It would just be built as they are building it. I don't know. That's that's for when that's I'm, right. I'm a millionaire when I don't have to worry about money. Oh. Hey, uh, you know what? That's a good question. You know, since we're talking about uh, expensive land, if you say you did have the money, what would that, what was the one item you would actually buy in the park? Uh, um, I think like a, I don't know if this is an item or if this counts, but a membership. I know there's a waiting list as well. You know, aside from that, a membership to uh, Club Thirty Three. <laughs> the number one answer everybody always tells me. Yep. <laughs> because this, the 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 way it is, like I, I watch videos on it, and it's like I don't know, it's just so exclusive. Like the 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 problem isn't the money, you know. Obviously, it is that, but like, is the uh, getting in, waiting for someone to either like give up their, you know, membership or die or whatever. And I know, I know it, it, people inherit that too, but they still have to maintain it. You know, it's not even about the money; it's more about the just getting in in the first place um to be honest um from what a lot of things i've heard and to me i could care less now if i ever wanted to be a club 33 member and the only reason is is because i've heard stories of people that i know that are actually you know honest and truthful and they're not bsing but basically, you know, they said that they had family members or grandparents that work for Walt. And they were part of Club 33 because they were still, you know, they had family members that were original uh, engineers that had that access. And it got to the point where, you know, like the last story you heard, you know, where the people are violating um, with the tickets and stuff, you know, the little story that came out um, where the people lost their membership for violating the, the codes and rules. Well, for some people that I've known, they um, lost their membership, even though their membership was like forever because they were the family members of one of the original Imagineers or, or the original something of Disneyland where they had that access, but because of things that have happened in the past, they made Club 33 more exclusive and more strict than ever. Which it could be a good thing. I don't know what more stuff has gone behind the scenes, but to hear that they take away membership for people that, for family members that have already established as Club Thirty Three exclusive members, I thought that was kind of sad. Yeah. But you know, I mean, money talks in the Disney game now. That's true. Um, what What would you buy? Um. You know what. It's not an item, but I would actually pay one of the packages to either rent out the park or do a wedding or something like that. If it was an item, I don't know. I would have to talk to my wife and make sure that it's something we could invest in and know we can make our money back down the line just in case. <laughs> buy uh, Walt. You got to do your homework and do the item. <laughs> just buy Walt's original train he had in his backyard. Where, where is that? Is that still in operation? I think it is, right? I believe... They might have one on display in Griffith Park, where they have Walt's Barn that they open every other Wednesday. And I know they, if it's not there, it could be the one on display in the Walt Disney Family Museum in San Francisco. 
see, I went to Griffith Park, uh, and I, I, I thought I had heard that same thing, unless I did, I just didn't see it. I didn't see any kind of area where there would have been a train on this waltz train. There's obviously trains there, but like, I don't know if any of those was Walt's original train or what, but I was looking around for it because I thought I had heard it, and then once I didn't see it, I was like, eh, well, maybe I heard wrong, but maybe I just didn't see it when I was there. So. You know what? I would have to go back on, say, one of the YouTubers I watch, uh, Adam Malou, and he was there. I could have sworn I seen the train, but if you're correct on, on what you believe, then most likely I would say that uh, Walt Disney Family Museum has the original train on display when you enter the the room with a big old uh, model they have a that the original old one. Alright, what would you buy? Hyperspace Mountaineer? I don't know. <laughs> There's too many things. You'd buy the Telegraph over there in uh, the New Orleans Square? I, I'm sure they would. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be right. awesome. With, with enough money? Alright, sounds good. You could make your own Telegraph. eBay. Probably. <laughs> Oh, you know what? It's a good item uh, that they that they uh, sold at one point. Speaking of eBay, is that fifty dollar Disney dollar mm-hmm. for the fiftieth oh, yes. anniversary? Yeah, man, fifty dollars, and then now people are selling it for thousands, thousands on eBay. I don't know if anyone's buying them anymore, but I'm sure at the time. And then Disney made a bunch of money on that because now nobody's spending them because they're one Smartest of the smartest thing <laughs> ever. You know. So like yeah, let's just cut this off. We got like let's uh, make our own money. Oh, and then you, I mean if they can still spend at Disney, but they're right. just not going to sell. So no one's going to get rid of them. I'm one of them. I have a a five and a one. They're just souvenirs now <laughs> to me. Hey, you, you know what would be a good thing if by any chance you guys ever go to the park um, and they do have the little AP thing open again in Tomorrowland, or if you can't get it, have somebody get it for you. Those Star Trader tokens. I have some of those, and I'm saving those because if they never open and bring those back again, well, guess what? I got something to go on eBay. <laughs> yep, I, I have I have one from the Mad Tea Party, and I have one from the Electronica. Those little tokens for the games. Oh, the Tron one, yes, my yep. favorite time. Yep, I have a couple of those each, so maybe I'll sell one. I don't know. <laughs> actually, the good old days. Huh? I actually have. Uh, I collect the Vinylmation, So does this guy. And I have the little Mad Tea Party, the the Mad Hatter one, and I actually put that coin in his hand, so it's a pretty cool little display. Ooh. Yeah, I'll send you a picture of it. It's pretty cool. I like it. I, I I have the Penny Arcade one too, and I have a little penny from one of the the machines in the hand of the Penny Arcade vinyl, just because I think it's cool. Oh, you definitely got a display for the audience now. Now that you already did the catalog of that. <laughs> yeah, I'll send pictures of what those things look like. Just they're little fun things, and they. The penny, the the coins look really big in their hands because these items are only three inches, and the coins yeah. just, it, they're just Close huge. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Actually, here's a good one. What is the most you've spent on items at the park? Uh, mine is for takeaway items is probably that watch, but if not takeaway, it's those either one of those dinners at those places. And, and and that doesn't count for you know buying the ticket because that's the, the most expensive part of it. Besides the ticket, <laughs> um, those items, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, I don't blame you on that ticket. <laughs> that's expensive land already as it's just, it's just, just yeah, it to is. partake in the land. <laughs> just to just to look up the prices of the tickets is expensive. No, 
And we give you free napkins if you want to take home or free ice water. Make free sure ice water. Take that come with you. Why not, man? Yeah, the, the most expensive thing I've probably bought wasn't even for myself. It was for a gift for my fiance, um, a purse. And it was like $325, something like that. Yes, they are. <laughs> that's a three-day so, park hopper, man. I, that's a three-day park <laughs> hopper. And then a churro or something. <laughs> and a churro. You buy this, you get a yeah, churro. Yeah, those bloom uh, purses are expensive. <laughs> that they are. But I can tell you one thing, and, and I would suggest if you guys ever get a chance. Um, when I went to... Uh, how did I lose the name out of a sudden? To the um, cast member store. I don't know why I forgot the name for some reason. <laughs> but when I got an opportunity to head down there, um, I spent, say, like $250 retail price in the Disney items itself, over $10,500 I spent. Wow. Wow. We don't have that kind of money. And... <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only thing I can say and I actually spent a lot like I was literally grabbing stuff inside the store and even though like some of it was 50% off 75% off um the purses that are like 375 to you know 200 and something were down to like $60 to $20 each wow so my wife grabbed like six little purses (laughs) (laughs) um those little display boxes, you know, the little light ones in Diviana, um, they actually had a Snow White picture doors, which is pretty good. And I, I should have grabbed it, but I ended up grabbing a big picture of the Hatbox Ghost. Um, that was only $40. Retail price is uh, $89. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that's it. If you ever get a chance to go in the cast member store, like I said, I totally forgot the name. I'm actually blank on that. But if you ever got an opportunity... At least take more than two hundred to five hundred dollars. And that's is that in the park or no? Um, that is actually um, it was I would say down the block, a couple blocks away from the Toy Story parking lot, heading towards the Pike Freeway. So if you if you if you have you ever been to the Toy Story parking lot and you head uh, east towards the Pike Freeway entrance, um, you'll pass the, uh, the freeway. And the first street, you just make a left up the street. It's a new location that they that they added to the store, um, much bigger from what they originally had in the original store. And um, it depends on the season and what's happening. Like I'm pretty sure some of the Christmas stuff, the Valentine stuff, and just the stuff that the seasons and holidays already pass out and sale right now, and just regular items that you've probably seen or never seen in the park. Talk to your cast member friends. You know what I mean? Any cast members want to hook up to all the boards when they come into town? Want to hook them up and get them? Hey, email them. Instagram them. Let them know. Show them that experience that I had. It's a fun time. This guy goes more often. I'll, I'll probably get you in October. So, Which I... <laughs> we did park at the Toy Story lot twice, though, when we were there. So, <clears throat> It's just a yeah, good lot. Yeah, Toy Story lot is a lot of all lots. <laughs> yeah, I know you guys talk about it a, a lot, um, but it's—I've uh, been redirected there three times in the past few years. But uh, and then one of the times I just walked over there and took the shuttle. It was, it was a pretty sweet gig, you know. Didn't have to pay for parking. That's awesome. You know, it just sucks to get redirected back to a one block from your hotel. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, we should have just walked, but we did the next day. <laughs> yeah, I felt—I felt, I felt so like I felt like they got me on that one. I was like, man. 
whatever fifteen dollars back then or eighteen, whatever the price is of parking back then, it was like we could have walked for ten minutes and saved that fifteen bucks. Not even ten minutes. It wasn't even that far away. It was just weird. But uh, yeah, but now we're paying twenty bucks. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, I want to get into some of these Instagram shout-outs really quick. We have our boy Ryan, the punster. He writes, for his expensive items, Goofy's Kitchen. See, I think it's a lot of it is food. <laughs> and the Blue Bayou are expensive for food. <clears throat> Which I haven't been to Goofy's Kitchen. I know where it is, and I know what it is, but that's good. I haven't been there. And it's heard the top, the, one of the best ones to go to out of all of them. But it's 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 the most expensive for the breakfast with the characters, right? From what I heard, yeah. it's like fifty bucks a person. Yeah. That's about. That sounds about right. Yeah. The one I did was like twenty thirty. Yeah. Which one? I think it's like thirty. Oh, I thought, I thought you said dirty. <laughs> no. <laughs> for the listeners, no, I want you I want you to drop a dirty for this show. <laughs> That's your guys. No, I, I, I haven't heard of dirty yet. If I do, I'll definitely get you guys. Okay. T Z N Q I D. Uh, let's see. Purchasing a single day pass to Disneyland is expensive. Although, <laughs> so the food is expensive. I agree. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But you could go on the what's was it the uh, the cheap days? What's the official name of that? The uh, mm, I what it's called. I can't think of the name of it. But uh, yeah, single day passes, <laughs> which I've I've done. You know, it's you save a little bit of money than doing the two day park hopper, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I always like going for two days. Or even lately, I've been doing one day of one park and then the other day of the other park. Uh, especially with a kid, it worked out so much better doing it that way. We have to go back and forth all day. Um, so, Yes, I don't blame you. Let's see. Death by the Bay wrote, World of Color dessert party was pricey but worth it. And we did the World of yes. Color dinner package. But what, what does that run for the dessert uh, party? Um, I want to say, I would say maybe like 50, 60, if not less than that. Hmm. I've only seen the reviews and pictures and what the person has told me, you know, like it's a, it's a, it's a great thing. You get good seats, you get, you get chairs to sit, you get, you wow. get a little table and they, that, you know, it's like actor chairs and they come and serve you, you know, your desserts and some of the other stuff. And, you know, it's not all bunched up where you, you know, worried about the World of Color show. you got a good overview. And, and hmm. even though they look small, it's appetizing enough to where you're not, like, full bloated where, oh, no, I have to go to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that. That'd be kind of cool. And it may, hopefully it comes with, like, a coffee or a hot chocolate at the end or something or during. <laughs> I'd rather just go after the show hot cocoa or something. I'm good. Well, that's my one of my favorite things is to get like a hot cocoa and a churro before I watch that show, and it's not nowhere that's near right. sixty bucks, but it's it's like ten. Yeah, good for you got that right. <laughs> I'll, I'll stand in the back. I don't. I mean, I've seen the show a few times. I can get a you know back view. It's fine. We got um, <laughs> Michelle Flores, twenty four. Right, the most expensive thing we purchased was our Disney fairy tale wedding, but it was worth riding in Cinderella's carriage, having Mickey and Minnie come to our reception, and my favorite part was having all of our friends and family celebrate at our favorite place. Man, that's probably more that, than that. Yeah, what? Oof. That is an expensive uh, package, so 
props to her for spending that money in memories. Yeah, it's probably more than that uh, painting we posted. I mean, it has to be. It has to be. Let's see, BJJ1313, Disneyland pins. Um, and I'm not sure where, I don't I don't collect the pins personally, but um, I know over time, it's just like the Vinylmations, it probably gets really pricey, you know, over however many years. I mean, I've been doing it since 08, took a few years off, but over the last few years now, I've been, I spent, I don't know how much money I've spent, but it, it's a pricey, uh, they're pricey hobbies. Well, then look at AZ. Yeah, just like the pins. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I'm saying this, this person wrote that they, the pins. So, like, if you've been doing it since the beginning, which I don't know when that was, you know, over yeah. time, you probably look at your, your pin collection. But I spend, like, 4000 bucks on pins alone. It's yeah. it, it gets it gets it adds up. It's crazy. Well, then look at AZ Gen 24 after that. She said, I have a limited edition set of six Haunted Mansion pins framed that I spent $400 on. Yeah. That's crazy too. Yeah, I believe it. The the limited edition makes it that pricey. Yep. Um. So you read that? Oh, J, uh, J Pity twenty three. Uh, he's our conductor slash co host of my other other show. Uh, <laughs> Mighty Joe Young. Uh, give him a little shout out. <laughs> <laughs> the most expensive purchase was definitely an annual pass, uh, and the dinner at Club thirty three was one thirty five, but so worth. One thirty-five. That sounds cheap, Joe. Uh, go to Carthay or no, I'm just joking. <laughs> One... Actually, the lunch is uh, the cheapest if you eat during the lunch hours. Mm-hmm. I think it's eighty-nine dollars. That's yeah. I eat, mean, if you eat the dinner, it's a higher price. Like anywhere else, you know, you go to Blue Bayou, it's cheaper. Carthay is cheaper. You know, during lunch, and then you go to that dinner, it's like you get to look, you get to eat under the stars. So. Let's see. I feel broke. <laughs> Dark Tea Party, uh, 45th anniversary Haunted Mansion Hawaiian shirt by Shag. Worth every penny. Don't want to, I don't know how much that would cost. It's crazy. That's crazy. But yeah, those are our Instagram shout outs. You have a uh, Facebook? Yes, I believe we only had one on Facebook. Um, Nicolette said, I bought a sketch of Bambi from the Off the Page in California Adventures as a gift for my friend. Don't want to know nice. how much that was. I do want to know how much that was, actually, so if you get back to us. <laughs> let us know. And then, Michelle, let us know how much you went. No, I'm just joking. That's, <laughs> I, that, that just sounds that is expensive, but you're right. It's like um, you only get married once, theoretically, I guess. Um, but that's, why not? you know, out. why not? Yeah. If you have it, that's, I wish I, I wish I had that. Cause my, one, one of my, uh, fantasies or one of my, my things I think about was that little courtyard. I, I know I've talked about this at the Grand Californian where the monorail goes over to get married. There would be kind of cool too. Ooh. Right. That's a nice area. And then right when they, they say like, uh, you say I do and they they pronounce you man and wife you know the monorail just goes by and it says like just married or something man. making this stuff in my head but like they could plan that awesome. that'd, be, that'd be pretty cool right it would be a tight space and you would it, obviously it would it would be a limited because I did see uh, um, I guess they were doing something for some high clients or something and it was all like catered out and Tables hooked up all over the place, all over that little courtyard area, and they had presentations of uh, something. I didn't really see because it was facing away from the windows, but 
I can actually see exactly what you're talking about. And it actually would be a great thing, especially if they put lights in the trees to make it brighter or just do something like that. That would be a good spot. Right. And then, I mean, you're limited to a certain amount of guests, but you can't pay for all your friends anyway. So, I mean, why not? Limited to like 20 people? I don't know how how many people that thing would hold. I think it's 35 or something. It depends on how many in your price, but... You know, you can find some Disney crashers. I'll be like, hey, here's my AP pass. Come on. Ten <laughs> percent discount. <laughs> All you gotta do, then you go across the street and have your reception dinner at McDonald's and then you you You're good. The same price, right? <laughs> <laughs> How about we just follow the cash and we'll jump over by the grizzly area and just sneak in the back way. <laughs> <laughs> the red the redwood challenge. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't wanna get double security again. I'm tired of them right now. <laughs> Uh, you guys and you guys in the security. I have yet to be there for all this crazy security, but uh, I, I hear you guys talking about it. And, yeah. You know what? And, and it's funny because the only the, the only way I act the way I act towards security is because you know in the past I you know I'm a DJ was well retired DJ for almost 20 years and I was a promoter for 15 years. And, you know, I did events in clubs, warehouses, you know, deserts all over the place. And I deal with security a lot. All kinds of, all over Southern California, San Diego, Arizona before. Um, and I deal with all kinds of security, you know, people that run the security. So I know different types of security people and their mentality. So when you get a young person that, Basically, he's going to get a high fever because he has a power now. It's just called the Disney power for some reason. People get it. And they feel that because they're under Disney and they're like security, and they can do whatever they want and act the way they want. But I'm sorry, but in this world, if there's a problem with somebody, just walk them to them like a normal human being and say, Hi, you know, how's it going? Oh, we just noticed you, you know, I'm wondering what you're doing. And I'm like, oh, we're just part of a podcast and we're just doing our, you know, research and this is all new. And, you know, talk to me like a human. Don't make things so obvious. And, and one thing, and I've been taught when I was young by my mom, it's not polite to point. And when I see people security pointing or turning their back and, you know, having their thumbs, which I've seen security before do it, whether it's kind of like, hey, hey, those two guys right there, I'm sorry, but... <laughs> You lost my respect right there. <laughs> they're not they're not instructed to point with two fingers? No, not even the two finger pointer. They did the straight one pointer. You know, he he had his hand on his chest with the, like a radio and then when he turned to the other security guy coming up to him, he pointed the finger while he was holding the radio. Mm. Which I looked at that right away and I'm like, I'm sorry, you're not supposed to be doing that, dude. If you're just making things obvious on your point of view and and that's not right as a guest in the park, you know. And especially about the fact that they asked to see my annual pass, and I'm not even in Disneyland. Yeah. And they got the, the checkpoint like at said, the, the Toy Story, not the Toy Story, the Mickey and Friends and the main entrance? Uh, the, the ones where we had the problems were the ones uh, going at the Earl Sandwich in the AMC, which okay. is one security point right there. And on the opposite of the Rainforest Cafe and the ESPN, there's another one on that side of the parking lot. Um, the one heading towards Toy Story parking lot, a lot of the security are great. Um, the far left security heading towards Disneyland side, those guys are kind of jerks, so I stay to the left side. 
um, the Disneyland uh, Mickey and Friends parking lot security. I haven't been there, but I heard it's a, a hired company, which is SES, which uh, they do like, you know, clubs and, and, and concerts and stuff with the color jackets. And uh, they, they, they're great guys. So it's just some people have, you know, young guys and have the problem. But you know what, though? I never let that beat me down and enjoying the park because one thing I stress is that you make your own destiny in the park. If you're going to let negative things get to you, well, you're just messing up your experience for yourself and other people. I know that I'm there to get away from the world and have fun. And yeah, I have problems with them, but guess what? I'll get over it and I'll say, you know what? Screw them. I'm in Disneyland and they have to work. Screw you. Haha. <laughs> I'm going on Space Mountain right now with Hunter Mansion. Bye. <laughs> Every time you say bye, I think of the BB 8 noise. <laughs> Every time I... I, I know. I'll, I'll probably play. I'll, I'll talk to the guys and see if I can play that whenever you say bye. But... Uh, <laughs> if, if you have it, give me a, give me a, a, a bye after that. That'd be sweet. <laughs> well, obviously, yeah, I'm, I'm doing the uh, shouting them out, not trying to steal their ideas. I'm, I want to give credit to them for that. But uh, uh, do you have anything else on... Uh, ex- I mean, there's, I know there's probably so many more things that we've missed, but, uh, or, you know... We don't want to have a 10-hour podcast. Maybe we'll have a part two in a few months when we do more uh, more research and look at more things. But Yeah, I mean, most of you right now, like I said, I, I appreciate, you know, me uh, joining me a part of the All Aboard podcast. Um, you guys are great. Um, I listen to you guys since the beginning. Oh, nice. You guys and uh, the Disney Universe, you guys, you know, back-to-back. Um, I do listen to a lot of other podcasts, you know, once I got into Mouthfire. You know, because like I said, I do my homework. I like to see my competition. I want to see what's going on. You know, I want to see how people are doing their shows. And to be honest, um, a lot of people's shows sound like crap. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they know, know know what they're doing or do their homework or understand how. Like, if you're talking in a mic, you have to be up on the mic and not have five people around one mic and talking. It just doesn't work. Um, yeah, so I give you guys props 100% because uh, you guys actually uh, do a great podcast. You know, it's not sounding like crap. Uh, music's great. The theme's great. Um, like I said, you guys actually told me about why I hear one of you on one side yeah. and one on the other. Because <laughs> to, to be honest, and, and, I, and I can vouch for a lot of your audience if they do listen, um, people go through earphones just like they go through iPod chargers. You know what I mean? And iPod and stuff like that. We go through these things like water. So once one earphone breaks, we still have to use it until we get money to get another one. <laughs> yeah. But it's to the point where I'm like, hey, I'm hearing this guy. I'm like, hey, what happened to this guy? I'm like, oh. Because I thought there was something wrong with my app or my phone and I reset it. Well, that's funny. And then I was like, okay, why does it only hear one guy? Where'd the other guy go? I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, he must be by himself. And I'm like, so he's talking to somebody. <laughs> yeah, the main, the main idea behind that was to have the audience feel like they're in the room with us like if you just put the headphones in but i do understand that like if you're listening to a podcast and you have the time for it either you're working out or you're <clears throat> you're doing something else that requires you to have one earphone in and one out <clears throat> or working for that matter um and you won't be able to hear the full show we've had the, our, our share of concerns but i think for the most part people do like it and i do like the idea that you are in the room with us and, and it, you're on either you know we're on either side of you and I don't know but actually I got that idea from another podcast 
the binaural recording I looked into it we don't have exactly a binaural recording but there's two mics and you know two ears so it kind of like when he's talking if I put my drink down you can hear it on that side it kind of sounds like it's kind of creepy it's almost like a surround sound type thing uh, you know what to be honest and 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 I'm gonna tell you for somebody that's been doing podcasts and, and internet radio for a long time there's nothing wrong with originality originality is what it's all about because to be honest um, just like you know Disney it's a fad right now you know what I mean back then it wasn't a fad not everybody in the mama was into Disney but now because everybody likes Disney for some reason all, all ages even people that were scared to represent saying hi I like Disney you know all your friends would be like you're a kid you know you're this and you, you know grow up and be an adult or whatever you want to you know how we get ridiculed sometimes for being you know pretty old and liking Disney and, and you know taking because of characters and stuff like that but you got, you know, you guys are gonna hate, but as long as you guys do what you love and it's original content and it's a concept that nobody's ever done, then more power to your podcast because that's what it's all about. It's about bringing a concept and a thing that is original and you guys have done something that is something new. And hopefully that your listeners understand that because I would, like I said, when I had one earphone, I was like, hey, where's the other beat at? can't hear him <laughs> I know he's talking to somebody but who and then when I got to my car and I put you on my Bluetooth I'm like oh there he is okay now I get <laughs> yeah, it yeah oh yeah we, <laughs> appreciate, because, we appreciate that if, if I, when I listen to my DJ earphones my earphones is only on one side <laughs> so when I didn't have no earphones I was using that one to listen to the mouse pyre and that happened to me again with your podcast too so I was like I thought I was just tripping for some reason <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it didn't start off that way, but it's like that now. We do appreciate your compliments and all that, and yeah, appreciate sure. you coming on the show uh, for sure, man. Oh, uh, it's fun. Like I said, you know what I mean. You guys, we're all in the end. We all like Disney, yeah. no matter where we come from, no matter what we do, whatever we believe in, or whatever. We all like Disney. We never forget why we like it. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people that do and forget the basic things of. Why I like Disney, why I like Disney cartoons, why I'm going to be into Disneyland. And you guys bring that podcast alive and just keep it up and just keep doing what you're doing. Like I said, don't listen to nobody or anything and just do you guys. And you guys will be, it's a good thing you don't take that easy to jump off, especially in podcasts. It does take time. You know, we ain't that great too, but eventually in due time, we will hopefully all be somewhere. For sure, man. All right, I guess on that note, then we appreciate it. We're gonna park the park the train back in its main street <laughs> spot and uh, exit through the gift shop, I guess. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> until next time, sir, we uh, we say thank you and uh, bye. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> that's that's mousepire stuff. <laughs> Which I listen oh, to. Like, hey, you gonna do me dirty like that? No, oh, I listen to a bunch of different podcasts as well. <laughs> them them more frequently than others, but uh, um, yeah, love the information, love everything about it. So. Um, oh, much love, much love. Like I said, I appreciate you guys listening. Like I said, I try to be on the show as much as possible. But if not, like I said, submit your questions because it makes my job a little bit easier if I don't have to sometimes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, man. <laughs> Until next time, have a, have a good night, sir. All right, man, you guys take care. Until next time, bye. All right, everyone, that was uh, Michael, the mail guy from the Mouth Pyre podcast. Go check them out and... 
Uh, like I said, he's a reoccurring guest. You won't hear him every episode, but you will hear him a lot. Um, and go check out his Facebook page. Uh, I think it was a Disney, a big family entertainment. Yes. Uh, and he does different events. So if you live in the area or if you have been to one of his events, I'm sure you obviously know what it is, but go check it out. I wish I can get to one of those or, you know, get to Disney more often. But uh, that's all I got for now. Take it away, sir. Yeah, if you haven't downloaded that app, definitely check it out. Disneyland Inside Out app. Um, also, check out MagicalPartnersTravel.com if you're looking to book a vacation anytime soon. Get that free quote. Tell them all aboard sent you and get that eye on the price guarantee. All right, guys. Until next time uh, in two weeks. I don't know what we're going to be talking about, but uh, obviously we will post it beforehand so everyone has an idea of what's going to happen. Um, we'll get back on an attraction. That's I'll say that for certain. Yep. We'll, we'll pick one. Maybe we'll have an, another guest, Ryan, Joe, <laughs> Donald, whoever, you know. Anyone's welcome. If you haven't been a guest on our show and you want to be a guest on our show, uh, message us on on uh, well, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, or email, clubboard1955 at gmail.com. Just get a hold of us somehow, somewhere. Pick an attraction if you want to talk about it. Uh, like I said, we welcome anybody. So uh, until next two weeks from now, we're <laughs> have, a, have a good evening, and uh, thank you guys for listening. Switch on the sky and the stars glow for you. Go see the